Very warm welcome to this special edition of the Bar Stewards Inquiry. Yes, this is the Cheltenham Weights Special. I know that you're all dithering over the handicap weights. All of you back it out there, backing Gaelic Warrior for the Boodles, no doubt. And uh, we are going to take you through the handicap weights that were released yesterday and try and pick you up some nice prices for them. But before I go on, our usual panel of Lee and John. And we have a very special guest tonight. We have uh, Mr. Declan Carroll all the way from Dublin. And he, you can normally see him on the Understarters Orders podcast, but he uh, very kindly joins us tonight. I don't know whether he'll still fancy doing it again after the end of this show. But very warm welcome to you, Declan, and good evening to you, John and Lee. Good evening. <laughs> good, good evening. Yeah, Declan dropping down a division. I don't know about that. We, we, could, we could have been banned after last night. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know you haven't listened to me <laughs> I don't know about that but I thought you sounded a bit like Max Wall there Lee good evening that's the different gin I'm on at the moment okay yeah sorry um, Declan I forgot to say Lee has a gin problem so um... oh, look, I, I have a wine problem so I'm in good company Excellent, excellent. Okay, so before we start, John, you must have loved yesterday. It must be your favourite day of the year, or those National Hunt weights coming out. Absolutely couldn't wait. <laughs> yeah, I, must, I must say, you're sounding really chipper, you know, a bit of festival yeah. fever. Yeah, I know. It's, it's well that time of year, isn't it? You know, it's March. I, I do get a bit of spring in my old step at the beginning yeah, of March. Sound a bit of Lincoln. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's it, that's it, yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, well, let's take a look at the Ultima, Does He Know and Death Duty vying for favouritism. And, John, you know what, I'm going to come straight to you, because I know how much you love the three-mile chase, so have you picked out anything in the Ultima that you think uh, is ahead of the handicapper? As you say, I was, I was champing at the bit yesterday before yeah, yeah. we got our hands on the weights. You were pissing was, like a puppy. You said it. I was delighted to say the article in the post is about Fatty Garden, actually. <laughs> well, I call, it the, I call it the post. It's actually Garden's promotional pamphlet these days, isn't it? You're not allowed <laughs> to say Fatty Garden. BFG it is. And the headline said it baffles me. Well, <laughs> the last thought that baffled him was why doesn't milk go off inside cows? So, <laughs> so, I'm not really too bothered about it. But anyway, he's took death duty in the ultimate, hasn't he? So, in the spirit of BFG, not doing anybody a favour consciously, I'm studiously ignoring death duty. <laughs> I thought I right had more chance of winning Eurovision. His last run was absolutely <laughs> appalling. The revised mark for his last win will definitely flatten him, I thought. I think they've decided... That they go for the gold cup. 
Well, oh, good, Jesus. Luck, good luck with that project. <laughs> it, it'll be second last if he runs well. Does he know? Looks a bit of an improver, still young enough to have more to offer. And the trainer had an interesting one that was a bit of a letdown in this last year, the side backed. Happy go lucky. Yeah. And Bloom the last, yeah. I'm inclined to avoid that just on the grounds of Kim Bailey hasn't done me a favour since. <laughs> and the, the one I'm interested in at the moment, providing we get a bit of wet, is Empire Steel. So I've got a bit of a soft spot for it. He had a verdict over Protectorate in February 21, for God's sake. Okay. Uh, probably, as I say, probably wants to ground on the soft side, but I don't think he's handicap marks ridiculous, to say oh. the least. I think he's, he's got a realistic chance if the ground's got a bit of dig in it. Um, if it keeps raining like it has here today, then it will. I'll go, the going at the moment is <coughs> soft, good to soft in places. I know they're, they're obviously hoping to open on the usual uh, good to soft, but I say it keeps going like this. Some, don't yeah, yeah. But, uh, I mean, it's lashed rain here quite a bit, so keep he going probably like has that. the holes out too, does he? Do you know what? I spoke to him yesterday, and they said that they, if they have to water, they will, but they're hoping not to. So he's holding his hose. Uh, that's how he's holding that for now. Okay, John, I'm just going to have a look um, at the see if I can see a price for for your selection. You're on the twenty-one mark, actually. Lovely. Okay, brilliant. 20 to 1 shot for you, John. Declan, we'll come to you. Uh, sorry, I'm really rude. You're a guest. I should have come to you first. My no, man it's, De- it, it's not really a, a race that the Irish take much interest in, to be honest. So you're probably right not to come to me first. I don't know why you'd be sending a well-handicapped horse here with the Irish National. Normally, you know, only a couple of weeks away, but it is late this year. So you have a full month. If the likes of the odd care and Mr. Fog Patches were to get in, they would be of some interest. The odd care is 137 in Ireland. He'll need to be probably getting to 140 to make sure he's into the Irish National. He's 142 here, but that won't matter when he comes back home. But I'll, to be honest, I don't think they're really going to get in. The odd care and Mr. Fog Patches and come on Teddy. So I might discuss them a bit more when we get to the Kim Moore. Yeah. But John's mentioned, does he know there? Like, it, I think if you like, does he know? You have to like three under true five. I know they're talking about going for the RSA, but he's now hoping that. So if you're not going for the Irish National with a well handicapped horse who's mm-hmm. not going to win a grade one, you, you want to be coming here. They're they're on the same mark and he's beating them comfortably at Cheltenham on the old car. So he could be, you know, the, the, the state of the British Day and Chasers at the moment, they just get yeah. lashed up the handicap way too quickly. Very few of them are, are well in. They start to get dizzy when they get into the 140s and He's probably the best handicapped horse in the race. If he doesn't turn up, he, you know, Frolon could go out in front. He's a class above all it is. Yeah. He can carry weight because he's a grade one horse. He could just go out there and not see another horse. And it, if he does do that, thankfully, I'll be at the course and I won't have to watch the post-race interview on TV. <laughs> but um, it'll be three under true five for me if he turns up. But if not, but as boring as it is, Frolon's the class horse of the race. You wouldn't be dissing my friend Brownie, would you, though? <laughs> I, I was well, yesterday. There, there was some big, big chicken wings yesterday at Leicester from good old Brownie yesterday on. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. You said she was a non a non jigger yesterday. Oh, it was atrocious. Um, well, look, Willie's used her all year, hasn't he, to stop Franco de Port yeah, yeah. and yes, and had yes, a, yeah. a right go at the Tiestes with Franco de Port. So. You know, it, that was a, a shrewd move. She's obviously off in Ireland a good bit and nobody's going to accuse her of cheating. 
Unless it's you, Lee, of course. <laughs> yeah, you have to be a proper bastard to accuse poor old Brian of uh, <laughs> being on the dark side of the force. Absolutely right, Lee. Go on, you can you can lead, lead that leads us nicely into your tip. For well, it does I mean, this is my weakest race. I would think it's one of <clears throat> these that I do like a handy runner. So for punters, that if you like something dropped out in this, it's not really your thing. Last year, it was it many clouds. The unlucky one of... Don't think it was many clouds. <laughs> it was English clouds, is it? That's it. So something clouds of Hemmings, of, of Sue Smith. Big rag it was that won last year and beat John's selection, which which was oh, pleasing. Yeah. But, I mean, they... <laughs> but, yes, yeah, so, so handy runners as a rule in this race. And I'd literally... I've, I've just listened to what Declan said and John. And, to be honest... Mr. Fog Patches is interesting because he does like to go handy. I just thought he might go well for a long way if, if they point and shoot him. So, but yeah, I've, I've no real opinion, so I'll not waste time. Okay, shall I throw my my hat into the ring? Okay, so I've actually got Mr. Fog Patches written down here, twenty to one. He had a nice sighter of the old course in October. I don't think he was really at the races that day. That was over three mile two, three mile one here. So he he ran an absolute cracker on Fiestas. He was only Five and a quarter lengths off the Longhouse Poet. He's number 51 on the list. Obviously, we need a few to come out. But, yeah, I, I, I think 20 to 1 is um, is a decent enough price. So, yeah, I will... Uh, if it, if he does get in, then I'll, I'll be having a little uh, little leech way on Mr. Fogpatch or something. <coughs> but I, for one, personally, would love to see Frodon win this. And I hope Bryony does the big Vs, like, fuck the lot of you. She's like, you know what I mean? But is she it, won't, because she's, she's far nicer person than I am. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's the right track for Frodo. It's the right, it's it the is, right course. Yeah. yeah. I just, I, I would be worried about his. I, I know that they were a little under the weather. But I, you know, it was a very lackluster performance from him at the Dublin Racing Festival. So, do you think they, they kind of ignored her? She tried to do that stop starting. She done it down Royal, and Paul rode his own race, but she also rode on the softest parts of the track, like. Leperstown can get dangerously fast at times and she hugged the rail on both her rides that day it was or that weekend it was it was quite strange I thought okay um I'd put a line through it to be honest okay yeah no it's a fair point yeah yeah Yeah, definitely on the slowest part yeah at Leopardstown definitely yeah okay we we like that Declan you can you can come back again (laughs) on to the Boodles which is the Boodles juvenile of course the Gold Cup is sponsored by Boodles now as well which is really confusing one two four is the cutoff point everyone's talking about Gaelic Warrior now the 11 to 4 favorite the tide turns at 11 to 2 wasn't off a yard the last time out what I find quite strange about um, Gaelic Warrior. Well, I haven't got a clue because how can I relate what he's done to what we see here and and in Ireland? So I'm I'm in the dark as to that horse and I don't think I'd be backing something unknown at, at, uh, at 11 to 4. Declan, I know, I'm going to come to you first because I know that we, we've discussed this race and I know that you, you've got quite a nice view on this race, haven't you? So, so I'll, I'll let you lead with this one. Yeah, well, yeah. to be honest, after some of the marks we've seen given out to Irish novice hurdlers, this week, like I hope he absolutely shits up Gaelic <laughs> Warrior. I won't be backing him, but I, I hope he wins by a furlong and it'd be proper two fingers up to the British handicapper <laughs> because there's going to be a lot of are... news going on on the Tuesday. Then <laughs> there is, yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't believe some of the marks, but yeah, like I said, I couldn't back him. I couldn't back him in the handicap at that price. It's also the first time he'll have seen our style of hurdles, mm. and and Willie doesn't always school them too much either. 
So, but he's he's well in, isn't he? Like mm. he he yeah, looks yeah. well in. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, absolutely. I yeah, just... like we assume he's well in. He he entered him in January at Cheltenham and he got his mark and they just waited and waited. Yeah. Uh, he's probably, you know, it's the first time he'll see a hurdle in public. But mm-hmm. I'm sure he's gone schooling races. You know, there, there's yeah. two or three schooling races a week in Ireland. And he can bump into anyone there. Like he could have bumped into, he, Willie could have ran him against appreciated in exactly uh, yeah. a, a skill and hurdle. But I can't back a horse at that price, particularly that I've never seen. Now he has beaten subsequent Grade One winners, you know, in France. Mm-hmm. But he's not for me here. It's just too short. But I do hope he wins, and I hope he wins by a furlong. It would be great crack. <laughs> but, <laughs> we have a horse in training with Ross O'Sullivan, so I'm hoping C Sessions gets in and he gets. He gets a run here because she's a tough filly and she'll go there with a chance. She'll run her race. She is tough, but, yeah. Yeah, but but the line through C sessions with like with Bellex one, he gave her a stone in October and he beat her by half a length. He only yeah. has to give her five pound here. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he has really good early season form, which is probably a little bit ignored by the handicapper because it was so long ago. But he's also moved from Ray Cody to Paul Nichols, so he has no extra tax put onto him. So. You have to trust his fit, and and the nickel stable is coming back into form. But he yeah. is one I really, really like. He's surprised as well. I mean, he's twenty to one. Bellex one is twenty to one. C sessions, C sessions. Put my teeth back in. Is twenty five to one. <laughs> you know, they're they're decent yeah. prices. Yeah, they are. Look, I can't really have C sessions now. I know she's she's gone and won her entry, and she was just touched off at Doncaster by Joseph O'Brien's filly. She actually carried a penalty that day. It was a really, really good performance. I, I'm just hoping she gets in and gets the run for Ross. Yeah. Of the, the British I, yeah. runners, it's probably Lucy Wadham's Greystone. Like, he fell when he was going to win in between two wins. He was toured to Night Salute at Kempton uh, last week. So, you know, off 127, he, he could be well in there, Greystone. I take a punt on, on either of them, to be honest. I, I backed Bell X1 anti post because I picked him out very early season. So, you know, I'd probably have to side room, but Greystone, I, I think, could be a danger and probably a decent enough price. Okay, yeah, I'm just, just looking for a price on Greystone. Oh, I'll come back to that. Yeah, okay, brilliant stuff. Thank mm. you. John, I know how much you'll love a, uh, this as well. I bet this is right up there with your things to do on a um, on a Tuesday evening. Were you studying it all night? Oh, damn right I was. <laughs> yeah, good, good. <laughs> a little quiz question for you as well. Do you remember the greatest skit? Yes. <laughs> and do you remember the character that uh, Richard Attenborough played? No, I don't. Um, it's a bit slightly before my time. It was with Amanda Bartlett, who was also known as Big X. <laughs> okay. now, on a completely unrelated subject, I'm going to tip one of Joseph O'Brien's in this. <laughs> okay, right. Um, and it's Celestial Horizon. Okay. I don't think this thing has shown what it's capable of just yet. The eye-catching run actually was on the flat in October before it transferred to the ownership of the lisping idiot and ran on really well when not put in the race over two miles at the Curra, doing all his best work at the finish. Will be really, really suited to this race, going a good clip, stays well. Pitching when... Grady race last time, it was just a little noddle round. 126 is very, very feasible. He's got another one in this champion green rated 125. There wouldn't be a lot between them. My selection's 33, champion green's eight. So okay. 
I'm rocking along with me 33s, Paul. You're right there. It was quite nicely, it was better nicely buried in that grade three at Fairy House. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, he's better on the clock than a lot of these already. And the faster they go, the better it will sell this one. Okay, brilliant stuff. So, yes, yeah, 33s and um, Declan Greystone is 25. So, some nice prizes. 25 as well. I hope they don't do something stupid and go for the triumph. Like, he's, there's no hope there. Just, yeah. just run in this race and give yourself a chance. If um, Celestia Horizon does get in, he's, he's going to be somewhere near the bottom. Like, he's 126, cut off points 124. So, yeah, nice right. spot, John. It's 20 list. Yeah. Okay, uh, Lee, anything you fancy in this? Yeah, of the five bets I've come up with for the handicaps this year, Gallic Warrior, I think, is the... Is, there's a couple of bankers, he'd be one of them. I mean, the French form, if I was BHA handicapper... I would put in this on 140. I have no idea how they've come to 129. Willie Mullins, when he entered him in January, must have been laughing his head off. When they <laughs> gave him 129, he thought, well, I've no interest in running here because we may as well dot up at the yeah. Fez. We don't need to run. And and that that's the tip in itself. This could have turned yeah. up in Ireland. It could, it could have turned up anywhere. It could have run in a novice hurdle in Ireland and, and people would have gone, ooh, that's a nice horse. But no, no runs straight to the fez off 129 it will be a handicap snip and it's one of those really on the day you'll decide whether it's value or not but he would be very very tough to beat despite the competitive nature of the race okay confidence i like that lee yes that was that was very confident confidently spoken okay um let's move on to the carl cup obviously it's quite hard because we've got so many multiple entries county and the martin pipe as well good risk at all the eight to one favorite statement nine to one second favorite good risk at all obviously still looks like there's some juice in his mark off 137 sam thomas saying today that he did feel as though he did have a hard race last time so that may have taken a bit of sting out of him so i still think it's a I think it's a really decent mark, and he, he looked a lot more straightforward at um, Ascot than he did at Warwick. I quite fancy... I'll, I'll come to that at the end. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. I'll let you guys shoot first. Lee, I'll come to you. Okay. Well, this horse has got a dual entry, so I'm not really sure where he'll go. But it's, it's a horse called Fast or Slow, also entered in the Martin Pipe, which he would be near top weight if he ran in that, or if they come here, wouldn't be top weight. Martin Brazil. He's 23% this year. He's, he's got the Kildare tackle. <laughs> he's certainly making the breakthrough as a trader that to be feared, if you like, because this chap has got not a mass amount of horses, but he's got some quality Panda Boy, an epic song. There's, there's a few popping up. And this horse interests me because he got this horse from France, uh, very unexposed. It ran second to Lifetime Ambition last spring. Didn't get one smack with the whip. Not one. Not 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 a one. <laughs> just just ran on lovely into second. Oh, oh I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll put it. We'll, we'll put him away. Put him away for the summer. Then what do they do? They drop him four furlongs in trip. Run him twice over the minimum distance with a hood on. With a hood on. A horse that do, has no problem settling. Yeah, I watched him. <laughs> they stuck the hood on to make him dead inside. So he's been dead inside for two runs in two mile handicap hurdles and you can see that whatever they aim fast or slow at at this meeting whether it's the martin pipe i mean i actually prefer the martin pipe because he probably faced weaker than what he would in the coral yeah. cup but be interesting to see where they go but yes an, an interesting thing he used the hood off angle successfully with an, an epic song put the hood on mm. twice the last twice for, i think for the novice runs and then handicap run bang 
one six lengths, lovely, doing the business. So I would like to bet the hood won't be on for any <laughs> race at the Fez. And Martin Brazil, one for uh, for listeners to follow as a trainer. I, I think he's he knows the time of day and fast or slow for me, either okay. in the Coral Cup or Martin Pipe. 14 to 1 currently. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Declan, uh, do you have a, an, an Irish view on that? Yeah, I, I don't know what Lee is suggesting there, but none of that sort of <laughs> carries on. Carries on over, over there, over here. Yeah, look, Martin Brazel's well able to ready one. He's had winners. Like, didn't he train? Who was the horse who beat champ? No, it turns oh, out yeah. City Island, you know, yeah. in, yes. in the same colours, in the, in the Ballymore colours. I, I remember that day, Epic Song was up in trip and won. Like, Martin Brazel's a quite true trainer. I Catherine, you probably like this one, um, the Devil's Coachman. I yeah. know he's, he's, he's short enough, like, but I had big plans for this fella going chasing. So did I, he's yeah. A, yeah, you know, he could still go back chasing. I think they've they've unlocked him now. They stepped him up and trip. The last day he won the Bayern Hordle with the most Mark Walsh ride you'll ever see. You know, he was just hmm. trying to win by the bare minimum, but just got there in time to beat Ashdale Bob. It's probably a shade cosy. He's actually one pound lower than Ashdale Bob here. He was another horse I rate quite highly. And I don't think them will have trouble carrying weight. I think they're class horses. And I mean, class horses are running against handicappers. They should beat them unless something is quite unexposed. You have a potential graded horse in there. But the devil's coachman could be well in, you know, having gone chasing. He, he didn't go to Cheltenham last year. And I thought it was a great move. They looked after him and I was expecting a big campaign, novice chasing. It didn't work out, but he did bump into a few in his beginner's chases, like St. Sam beating Saint the last Sam, yeah. day. And, yeah, and he was awesome. Like, they're total opposites in the ring. St. Sam was tiny, but he, he was electric that day. And I wouldn't be writing him off either over his, his Irish Arca run. But And it, the devil's question, he could be well in off this mark. It's 151. It's high, but he could be better than that. And you only yeah. need to be ahead of the handicapper to be winning these races. The other one I like is Grand Jury, Henry de Bromheads. His last two runs were in grade ones. He was second to Jinto at Nace in the Lawlers. I, I just think Jack Kennedy controlled that race on Jinto. I gave that horse an awful lot of stick, but I take it back. He's a lot better than I think. So that's second. The, the form of that race has taken a few knocks, but Grand Jury stepping into handicap company here for the first time. Having mm-hmm. ran in two grade ones, like he could be well in off one for one. Yeah, I, I do like the two of them, the Devil's Coachman and Grand Jury. Yeah, Grand Jury twenties, the Devil's Coachman tens. Yeah, the Devil's Coachman. I actually after that run against San Sam, I had him um, in mind for something over fences at the festival. And that's what I've got written in my tracker. So I think yeah. like, when I saw him at the in the Boyne at first, I was like, what? And then I couldn't make up my mind during the race if he was like off or not. And then, oh. then when I saw him come, like, I was like, what, what, like, you know, is this, is this a typical job? And then it was almost like cheeky, cheeky win. So, yeah, I do like the devil's coach for myself. Yeah, I don't think he'd be outplaced in the plate, to be honest. You know, now yeah, I, yeah. I think stepping him up has unlocked him. And that could be, because of that, there could be any amount in hand. But the ride was brilliant by Mark Walsh. He was just winning by the bare minimum. And they've got what they wanted. They're a pound lower than the horse they beat, a Shea Cosley. Right? Yeah. So he, he yeah. could be well in here. Now, Stop, every horse I looked up today is 10 to 1. Like, it's just like everything's fucking 10 to 1 at the moment. Don't have a bet yet. You know, just, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Everything's 10 to 1. They, they don't know what they're doing. The handicapper doesn't know what they're doing. The, the bookmakers don't know what they're doing. Like, it's just <laughs> figures out of the air. <laughs> Eating the spot on, spot on Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. When I was looking today, I was just, every horse I was looking at today was 14 to 1. I was like, what is going on here? John, Coral Cup, anything speaking to you? Believe it or not, this is my favourite race of the entire festival. 
No, really? Really. Okay. Way back in 2004, I was absolutely delighted as a horse. I started back in for the Coral Cup just after Christmas at 25 to 1 and kept filtering money on till it came down to 12 to 1 before the uh, declaration stage. And then the idiot Desi uh, was declared for the champion hurdle with that <laughs> hostess. <laughs> Mm. The, 50 quid the 50 quid at 33s was a very piss poor consolation, let me tell you. So in, in, the, in the spirit of that joyous event, I'm going with Langer Dan. Will he go, though? Will he Ooh. go for the MCP? I think, I think he's got to run in I mean, my track record with Adi Eustace and the, the like might suggest that that's not going to be the, the case. The problem is, if he runs in this, then he's going to get... Yeah. <laughs> Shoot him off, he, Harry. He goes yeah. for the pipe, doesn't he? I thought he goes he, for the pipe. He goes for the pipe, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely. He, he, Harry Skelton's just giving him an inch of rain, I think. I think he sort of, like, he's going to get, I think his best chance is in the Martin Pipe as well, because he's not yeah. going to, like, Harry's not going to lose, like, whoever rides him in the Martin Pipe isn't going to lose their head. Whereas. <laughs> Fair point. But okay, no, no, you don't know, they might change. Put him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just say it all again now, and it. <laughs> In about 20 minutes. Yeah, fair point. No, no, I mean, you don't know these things. They might do. They haven't actually come out and said the pipe, have they? That's just everyone's speculation. So. Uh, I mean, it, it won't be the first time I've gone against the trainers. <laughs> wishes. I'm, I'm, I'm sweet on it for this race. Okay. Be well, he's, he's 20 to 1 for this, John. Yeah. yeah. Whereas he's near, he's, he is pretty much heading in the market in the mine pipe. So, yeah. Fact, yeah well, he was, he was, he was dropped three pounds for a, a blatant non trier, wasn't he? Like, he's, it was blatant. You, you, you wouldn't, see, you wouldn't see that at Torless, like. Yeah. You know, it was blatant and he got dropped to three pounds. He's, he's definitely been tied up for the Fez. I just okay. prefer him at the price in this race. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's, um, Let's pray to the god of betting that um, he runs in this for you, John. Well, we, we don't want 2004 revisited, do we? <laughs> Wasn't 2004 the first year of the four-day festival? It may have been. Uh, yeah, it I, seems to ring, or was that 2000? Oh, never mind. Anyway. I've probably had enough by the Tuesday night, as per usual, so... Yeah, I know, John. You you'll you could write tales of woe of the Cheltenham Festival, couldn't you? Because like every time I mention a festival, you say, "Oh well, something really bad happened." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh no, I shouldn't have mentioned that particular race." A couple um, interested me when I first had a, a fleeting look. Obviously, the Devil's Coachman was explained, and I agree with him there. Miles Harper at 25 thought he got an absolutely hysterical ride at Navan the last time he. He ran, and our old friend Lee dropped the anchor, but he's been price-wise now, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I think he'd want more juice, Catherine. Do you think just a in, little in bit what, of juice? In, in what Both way? ways. Just head the over here anyway, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> Needs, might make a note of that. Needs more juice. Either <laughs> okay. That's why I'm at Mullins as well. <laughs> he, he needs a bit at the moment, doesn't he? Yeah, no, I don't want it for three months. That's because so they, they run in a four or four long sprint one week and then a three mile chase the next week. He, <laughs> they, they get the strangest campaigns as sort of. They do yeah. get strange campaigns, yeah. Okay, let's move on to the Grand Annual, which completely confuses me now. It's run on the Wednesday. You'll like this because Declan's going to laugh at me now because. <laughs> 
I had an anti-post bet on this race, and it seems that most of uh, England and Ireland have had the same bet. So I backed Buddy Rich. Oh, from, Jesus! Obviously, but, do you know what I backed Buddy Rich right on the on the basis was of his run at Cheltenham in October. The um, one where Davy never got, put him into the race yeah, against the yeah. time lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he jumped lovely, and I thought, hmm, yeah. okay, and that, that's that was what what I was basing that on. Buddy Rich obviously heading the market now at seven to one would prefer ground on the more decent side 28 entered the lowest entry of the handicaps uh, safety limit is 20 buddy rich hit the market seven to one brave suska next best at eight to one but who shall i go to first john go for it what do you like in the grand annual this is the johnny henderson isn't it sorry the johnny henderson grand annual handicap chase yeah, yeah well me out here because I'm, I'm i'm a bit puzzled other than being popeye's dad what's the crack with johnny henderson <laughs> on the knees ready to fillet the memory of this <laughs> and have they missed sponsoring it by a, a cognac have they <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know, I, 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 I thought Benelin might sponsor it Benelin it's oh yeah of course and, anyway on a, on a more, much more serious note I thought Andy <laughs> DeFresnay was Ooh. very interesting actually yeah. Oh, whoa, I got a whoa. Yeah, <laughs> uh, he is. He is. I, I was actually going to ask Declan about Andy Defray, actually. Yeah, but carry on, John. Yeah. I think the likely mental pace will suit this horse here. Quite free in a small fail last time. And I think um, if the goal like stink, ridden patiently, this one stays well beyond, well beyond two. And uh-huh. uh, should be coming up the hill like the proverbial Trojan, despite the steadier of 11 11. I, I rather like him as a type and everything. Yeah, because he's carrying 11-11, whereas I think he is actually top weight in the plate. So what I was going to ask about Andy Dufresne, um, obviously he's had the one run where he was second. Has, has he been at Martinstown? Oh, definitely. Has, he, has, he, has he had the Martinstown treatment? Is that what it is? Well, that run was in November, so it'd want yeah. to be some spa, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> that wasn't spa weekend. That was a spa winter. <laughs> like, you know, like we we haven't seen him, and I can only think. Yeah. Has well, he been, I, has he been away somewhere? He's another horse that's been looked after. To be honest, he may well have been to um, Martinstown. I don't need. I don't think he needs the Martinstown treatment. Mm-hmm. I think coming back to two miles with him is the thing to do. Captain Guinness did beat him. Yes. Pretty well in November. Captain Guinness is a good horse. He, he's come out and won under the penalty again the weekend at Nace. He seems to like Nace too. But that was a good tour in, in the Tingle Creek also. I like Andy Dufresne here. I think he twice now they haven't sent him to Cheltenham. They've, they've definitely looked after him. Is he going to go? I don't know. Is, is there something we don't know about him? But I think he's a two-miler. But because he came from the point-to-point field, everybody assumed he was a three-miler which is not always the case. I think all horses get every trip, but at different levels. I would have liked him to see him run in the Arkle last year. They they didn't send him, but, you know, 155 here, he could be a really well-handicapped horse. He, he is one I really, really like, particularly coming back to two miles with all the hype about him being a, a potential Gold Cup horse. There's a couple of interesting ones here from Ireland. Like Castle Grace Paddy, He's been top class. He's run in grade ones and he's held his own. Yeah, he, he, he ran in the Queen Mother, didn't he? Yeah. He, yeah, like I, now he bled. Now there's been a few bleeders fixed over the last year. They, it must be COVID or, or something else. I don't know. Maybe it's something in the feed. I, I don't know. But 
<laughs> you know, the Dunvegans had bleeding issues fixed. Castle Grace Paddy bled, and it was awful disappointing when he bled because he has yeah. been top class. I think it was a very good tour in the Danmore. He was <laughs> yeah. behind Dunvegan yeah. and yeah. Blackbow. That, that was another. Um, I'll just sit here and smoke a cigar. <laughs> yeah, he's another one of these who can carry weight. Yeah, because he, he he carries it in grade ones. He's coming at one forty five. He's been left on his mark that he ran in in the Danmore. Mm-hmm. The way the handicap system works, some of the Irish horses get abused, but it, it, they're, they're obviously more deflated in Britain than they are in Ireland. So you will accept three to five pound, I suppose. He's been left on the same mark. It's almost like he's been dropped for that run. He could be well in here. I know he's 11. He doesn't really deserve to go for 11. He should be regressing. But I don't know. I really like that run at um, Fairy House in the yeah, Danmore. Yeah, yeah especially you know, if there's any cut in the ground as well. You know, he he, lo- he loves yeah. he loves to get his, his toes in. He's, he's 40 it's, to 1. I mean, that that's that's quite a big price for him, I think. Oh, look, that that's worth a couple of euro or a couple yeah, of pounds, absolutely. isn't it? Like, you yeah. know, he, he it's, it's probably he's probably gone, and it's probably it's the only race he's probably entered in. He's definitely worth an each way bet. Car Sublime is in here. Car Sublime is rated 148 in Ireland. He's he's 151, so that's not bad. I think he could definitely close the gap with Gardens Mare in the Arkle, uh, Riviera de Tell. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they're going to roll the dice there. He, he, I think he's a good each way bet for the Arkell if he does run, particularly now, because you, you might only get two places on the day, you get three now. But looking at the mark he got, it's only three pounds higher than he is here. They, they might take the chance here. I, I think he's a really good animal. The other one I was looking at was Dancing on My Own, who's in the Ballymore colours. But then, he's, I don't know, he, he was toward in that race behind Blue Lord and Lifetime Ambition, but it was actually only three runners. He did run in the Carl Cup off 145, though, and was pulled up. He's in off 143 here. You know, I'm expecting horses like that to be able to run the higher marks over fences than the yeah. hurdles. But the fact he was pulled up in the Carl Cup, I haven't actually got a chance to watch it back. Maybe he just didn't jump or he wasn't, you know, there was a couple of mistakes got hampered. But, they, you know, you like to see them finishing races before you're confident about backing them off similar marks going over fences. But I suppose, of course, sublime. What, what price is he catching? Do you have he's, them handy? Yeah, yeah, he's 10 to 1, course sublime. Yeah, I, 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 don't know. I don't know whether they're going to the article, but I do really like the other two who are higher up mm-hmm. the hand, Yeah, absolutely. Cal. Castle Grace Paddy, definitely a 40 to 1 because he's a class horse. Yeah. Now, Sky Pirate had an opportunity to, to prove he could step up into grade 1 company. He couldn't. That's, yeah, and he's that's, off 1.6. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's a high-end handicapper but a grade 1 horse should beat him. He'll constantly bump into one but he'll run his race and run yeah. into places. And Andy Dufresne could be well handicapped because over two miles, he could be much better than, you know, particularly in those colours as well. Yeah, yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. Frank could be planning this years yeah, since yeah. they bought him. So he's probably short enough now at the moment too. People are probably starting to latch on to him. But yeah, <laughs> Castle Grace, Paddy, or, or Andy Dufresne. There would have always been a plan. We know that. <laughs> Lee, what's your assessment of the Johnny Henderson Grand Annual? Well, just listening to, to Declan there, Dancing on My Own was one of my sort of interests in that, he beat Buddy Rich uh, fair and square, but Dracula's not been in the best form, has he? No. <laughs> you know, in the new year. He, hasn't he banged one in? The, he won the first two races at Nice the weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, that, this is it. You this is Dracula? Yeah. What? It, the sideburns, is it? Yeah. Yeah, the grey bits. <laughs> it's Christopher Lee, isn't it? It's Christopher Lee, isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah. Like, yeah, but you, know, you know I fancy Henry de Bromhead, yeah? Yeah, like, everyone knows that. So by that rationale, you found yeah. Christopher Lee, the late Christopher. No, I don't. I don't get that. No, that um, Chris goes on about that to me, but no, I don't. <laughs> I don't see the resemblance. Well, killer, no, no. I mean, you're I mean, blinded by lust, there. 
I think so. <laughs> well, a bit, bit, bit like you, where, the, where we're going to go. I'm surprised you haven't put up a Venetia horse yet, John, considering, you've put, <laughs> do you know what I mean? considering but, you're loving for Venetia. I'm, I'm off Venetia out of February. That's it now. The ground's gone against her. I'm uh, all over Rebecca Curtis now at the end of the jump. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to mention in the Grand Annual, Red Rookie of uh, Emma Lavelle. She's only had three winners at the festival, bless her, since the dawn of time. This one... <laughs> has just not had the run of the race at any point this season. Was travelling very well at Ascot when coming down behind Brave Siaska. You know, very well weighted, I think, 138. Hereford, two mile on good ground, would never going to suit. Yet, still had the, had the stones to actually come through there. A strongly run race will suit this one. Could run well at big... I can see this being 50s on the machine on okay. the day. And for British backers that don't want the Irish to... To sweep all. Red rookie for Emma Lavelle. Okay. Interesting. Could be the shortest phrase English one, that couldn't it? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, not the way the handicapper has gone about things this year. Like, he's he's really taken no chances. He's, he's had a couple of points, some, I think. There's still some really bizarre ones, like you say, like Castle Race Party. <laughs> like, there's some way you look and think, Okay, I'd have put that higher. But, you know, it, I don't know. I'm not a handicapper. What do I know? Yeah. Okay, so... um. Sorry, about what were you saying about dear Henry's horse, Lee, Dancing on My Own? Oh, yeah, Dancing on My Own. I was impressed when he beat Buddy Rich, like in back in October. Mm-hmm. Um, Killarney or something. It was, in, uh, it was yeah. proper summer racing. Like. Yeah, I know. It's pro- probably nothing to take too much into account. But what you said, Declan, about his hurdles form, I do think there's possibly more to come if Killer's back in form <laughs> come Cheltenham. I can't believe he's calling Dracula. <laughs> You know, you know, I call Bolger Dracula, right? Or Big Bad Jim. Anyway, okay. Nasty Jim, isn't it? Nasty Jim, that's it. Nasty Jim. Yeah. Do you know what John calls the Queen? Calls who? Calls the Queen. He calls her Greedy Betty. Oh, lovely. (laughs) On to the pretemps. Let's have a look at this. So the big talk yesterday was that Rob James was going to take seven offside of Burley, um, hopefully go for the three-timer for the pretemps. And uh, and in addition to that, Nigel Twiston-Davis announced that Finn Lambert, who was able to claim 10, is going to take the ride on Ballyandy to claim off him. So that's quite interesting. Obviously, Ballyandy is running everything. He's he's He won the bumper, didn't he? He won the champion bumper. He's won a Betfair, I believe, unless I'm making that up. He's running champion hurdles, everything. So with the attempts, who shall I go to first? Lee, go for it. One of my bets of the week, really. Side of Burley, fat, hairy, woolly at Warwick. In fact, it was half clipped. He, he, honestly, I could not... Gordon wasn't there, was he? And this was not ready to do the yeah. bit, and, and it showed plenty for me. You know, again, it's all there. We don't need to go over his record, but we will. He's second in a stayers hurdle, two attempts. So he's first, first, and second over this course and distance. Absolutely no doubts whatsoever. They will have him in absolutely peak condition. And with you telling me that about the James taking the weight off. Oof, this could be a bet. How is Rob James still claiming seven? I is believe, he? I mean, that's he, the idiosyncrasies. Um, yeah, I he's mean, not. I mean, his, his point form is is um, he's one of the top point to point riders in Ireland, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he, he's not claiming seven over here, is he? Like, yeah, they still. That's what he said. That's what I was there. Uh, that's what the BFG said. Sorry, that's what Gordon said. He said we will <laughs> James on him and take seven off. I have to look into that. I mean, that takes him down at 149, if that's... Uh, and, I mean, he beat Storyteller off 152. So he's going to take some stopping, I think. 
Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there won't be many being uh, being stopped in this one, but you, but you never know. They might be with a view to uh, entry or. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, no, agreed. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, you're right, Lee. You are right. Yeah. yeah. John, you had the same uh, assessment. I couldn't put anybody off saying it earlier. The the one that caught my eye if he turns up was Mill Green, Council Improvement for Fences. I'm I'm very worried about the art form. I, yeah, think, Nicky's a bit out of form, he, isn't he? He's in shocking settle, really. I mean, they're running like the dead. By the time this race comes around, we'll have a better idea of what sort of Nick he's in and whether this horse is going to turn up in the race or not anyway. But I I thought, at at the prices on offer, I thought 33 to 1, if it's anything like that on the day, and if they let this Nathan Brennan ride him again, the road last time, taking seven off, Mm -hmm. I think he'd be of some interest. The other ones that caught my eye, I thought Ray Masters on a really good mark if he got in. John The big galloper caught my eye. He's got two Fez entries for the ever likable Charles Burns. Yeah. <laughs> his win last time was a revelation to the yes, trainer. Yeah, we offer no explanation for the improvement in form other than it probably gets him in this. I don't think he'll get in. Mm, well, they've had a go, haven't they? They've tried. But if he does, then he, he'll be he'll be right down the bottom. But yeah, the Musselboro was um, yeah. a revelation. Revelation. I think he'd been to mass. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Declan, do you have a strong view on the champs? Well, before I get into it, like Mouse Mars's horse, what's not to know? He was fought at Leopardstown off one twenty five. He got bumped up to one twenty seven. He's one thirty seven here. I know. Now, yeah. Uh, you know, I know he ran the Supreme Novice, but he went off at 100 to 1. He went chasing then. Now, he's 130, he's 130 over fences. Unless, I know the British handicapper likes to give chase marks from hurdle marks. I, I don't know where he pulls them from, but it's it's kind of, you know, you all slag off horse racing for cheating, you know. When you can handicap a horse over hurdles to win a chase, there's something wrong. He's gone up £10. He's given his horse £10. Mouse Morris has not been in form for about 10 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. like, where is this coming from? Now, look, Morris has had a lot to deal with, like, you know, with, with the sun passing away, he, he just hasn't been the same since, unfortunately, and he was a, a top, top trainer. But I just can't understand where he's going with this. Like, it's not one of Willie's. It's not one of Gardens. It's not, you know, Willie's a scumbag. Like, he, he's running those grade one horses <laughs> in, in novice hurdles, you know, running them over. And then he turns up and wins all the novice hurdles. Now, the handicapper's taking no chances this year, but then Willie's pulling there with a bag of Gaelic Warrior, which we already spoke about. But Mouse is, his horses try all the time. It's a disgrace, really, like £10 for that. Yeah, Unless he's gone, he's used his his chase mark of 130 and you're only giving bizarre. him £7. Pound. It's bizarre, that, yeah. Yeah, like the horse probably is, he's honest enough. He can't jump a fence. He's, he's come back hurling, but I don't really think he has a chance. I think this race revolves around there was a, a three mile it was a great B three mile hurdle at Navin on the 18th of December it was a blanket finish it was won, won by Futurum Regium who's qualified and entered I don't know whether he'd get in he, he's 131 he's rated 124 in Ireland he won that race off 116 but Sassy yet classy was second off 131 uh, rated 136 in Ireland 142 here the one I'm Falcana went off favourite that day and he's probably the best treated from that run. I'm not sure if Sassy Classy has run since. Falcano definitely hasn't. He was fought off 126. He went up £4 for that run. And now he has gotten the extra 
compound here, but I think Gordon really likes this one. I know Rob James is up on side of Berlay, but Davy's probably going to ride. Davy or Jack will ride Falcano, I think, in okay. the um, in the Bechtel stud colours. I, I think he might be the one here. Sometimes he likes to throw the scent off to talk is about side of Berlay. I, I think Falcano is the one. I, I think that if you get a chance, watch that race back. Okay, yeah. I, I, it, it wasn't a qualifier, but it was a three-mile hurdle. It was a decent enough pot. And there was money for Falcano that day. He, he, the best treated from that blanket finish. I'd have a look at Falcano. I, I think he's definitely the one for Gordon. Okay, so um, Falcano, 12 to 1. So, yeah, I think a, th- a few people might be picking up that sense. Right, swiftly on to the plate. Uh, 136 cutoff point. Uh, obviously, Andy Frey heading the weight. Uh, Celeb Dalan and Imperial Arkazar head the markets. Two English forces trained by Philip Hobbs and Fergal O'Brien, respectively. John, do you have any thoughts on this plate? Because I know you love a chase. Obviously, the top one would be of interest if turning up here instead of the yep. uh, the Popeye Henderson job. But the one I'm interested in at the moment is Ben Dundee, who I think would be interesting here if he turned up instead of going for the ultimate. Possibly more suited to this trip. I don't think he's badly treated in, in the context of this. Ed Dill for me at this stage. Great stuff. Ben Dundee now trained by Andy Lynch. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's gone from Gerard O'Loughlin to Andy Lynch. But I, I think Andy Lynch, he pre-trains for Chris Jones. Okay. And then Gerard O'Loughlin became... I don't, he seems to change change a lot, Chris Jones. Gerard O'Loughlin, his trainer, but I don't know what this is. But Andy Lynch, Andy Lynch trained Zabana. Do you remember Zabana? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Did he, did he won at Cheltenham? Was he just touched off in a Carl Cup? The round at the start of a juicing. Oh, yes. When Davey tried to, uh, he do. wasn't happy yes. with his position. Yes. Yeah, but he, he was he was a really good horse. But Andy Lynch trained him. He does a lot of the, tree, the pre-training um, for Chris Jones. But I don't know what's gone on there, why he's gone back to Andy Lynch. Um, well, may as well stay with you, uh, Declan. Uh, you're fancy in the plate? I really, really like Bustleton. So do I. That's what yeah. I was <laughs> The old um, buried in the grade one last time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was public school, wasn't it? Yeah. In the Irish Arca. Like, and, yeah. and Joseph's a knacker. We know that. Like, he's, yeah. he's plotting one. <laughs> if he's not winning grade ones, like, he's up to something. Little uh, it, it, def- it definitely wasn't knocked, a, knocked about in that Irish article. And the clever thing is, he done. He got a lot of early chases into this horse. He sent him chasing. He was a juvenile last year. He was only five. He'd done a lot of summer racing when that British handicapper is on his holidays, got the runs into him, went and watched. He picked up a couple of wins, really good experience into him. The 145 is probably still high. Like, you know, yeah. he's 137 in Ireland, but like that, that's actually, that's eight pound. That's a joke, really. Like, but anyway, you could only be rated on your form. If Joseph's done a good job, if he's better at handicapping his horse than the British trainers is, he should be applauded for it. <laughs> it, it, it is part of the game. You can't just lash these pounds on, and it's so inconsistent. That's what gets people's back up. But I think he's the one here. I'd be quite yeah. confident about him. He's one of my, obviously, looking like he's going to be one of my bets of the week. And mm. he's 14 to 1 as well. So happy with that. Lee, have you dug anything out for this? No, nothing at all. But I had got off you go as, as one to watch, but I wasn't happy with the uh, the one five two. That he's okay. been given by the by the yes. handicapper. Yeah. Obviously, I don't think he's been busy at all uh, this year. Obviously, for Dirty Charles. But um, <laughs> I remember last year I, I was impressed with him at Leopardstown, 140, and I was thinking, well, you know, two spins this year's Charles just trying to trying to get a nice mark for Chelts, 152. <laughs> 
handicapping him basically on Leopardstown, the win. And, and I think that's a bit harsh, so no play for me. OK, no worries. We'll take a quick look at the Kim Yor. Obviously, does have a stealing on it. It's 0-145. Do you know, after the when he won, actually, under Rob James, I, I did like Fakir Delen for this. I don't think he was that busy at the Dublin Racing Festival. Lee, may, we'll stay with you. Uh, do you fancy anything in the Kim Yor? Yeah, he's yeah. second banker. Obviously, Gallic Warrior the first, and this one is, is really, really obvious. I mean, frontal assault. Geez, I mean, a one four five is a cracking mark considering that you know he's been campaigned over shorter than his best over fences in Ireland this year. His hurdles form suggests you know he's going to be better over staying trips, and I think this is an absolute layout job. And I think frontal assault is, I know he's going to head the market. It's a bit boring, but when he got 145, I was like, geez, you know, I was expecting a bit more punishment than that. So frontal assault for BFG. In the <laughs> yeah, for the BFG. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, he heads the market at five to one. Okay, John. Well, I'm not sure what this will get in, but there's a school of thought that thinks Mr. Coffee has been crying out for this sort of test. On the breeding, you wouldn't have maybe thought so, being out of an Alabama, but I'm inclined to ruin with the theory that it'll, it'll improve for the trip. Okay, Mr. Coffee, the demolition horse. Yeah, um, I'm hoping he's got that nicely out of his system at the time he gets to the fair. At least he won't have Nico on him, I hear. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a plus. I thought Vintage Clouds looked sure to go well. I didn't think he had that. A shame looked too badly handicapped. But yeah, Mr. Coffee for me. Mr. Coffee, okay. For um, your view of Nicky's, you know. You, yeah, you're... I mean, it's, it's all stable form dependent. I mean, <laughs> Constitution ever gets dicked on the first day, I'd probably think, well, no, thanks. All right, yeah, I think if that happens, I think, well, obviously, they might beat each other, John Bon and Constitution Hill, but I'd say if either of those don't win, I think uh, I think Nicky might be on the brandy early. OK, <laughs> Declan, um, what do you fancy in the Kim Yor? I, I mentioned who it is in the ultimate earlier, but I think this is probably, they've more chance, well, they will get in here. I don't think they'll get into the ultimate. They all care and Mr. Fog Patches. They all care in Ireland is 137 and Mr. Fog Patches is 138. The marks they've got from the British handicapper, and this is probably, maybe it's down to who they're trained by, I don't know. The all care is trained by Noel Maid. He's 142. Yeah. And Mr. Fog Patches is 140. Yeah. yeah. Now, there was very little between them in, in the Tiestes and they bumped into two. Longhouse Poet and Franco de Port were well handicapped. They were two plans put in place. And to be honest, it was a great race to watch. It was, you know, it was two really good horses fighting out a, a high-class handicap. They've both got the two pounds here. Young Pat Taft, mm-hmm. yeah. probably right the odd here. Okay. I, I'm not his biggest fan. I know he's only young. I think he's smelling himself a little bit. He thinks he's better than he is. You know, there's, there's better <laughs> amateurs out there. He He's well-bred, isn't he? To be honest, like he has rolled a few bumper winners now I think there's better out there than them the other one I like outside of them is Everglow of Noel Meads like he's hacked around on some in some decent beginners chases he ran on that one where Fleur jumped at last like a bag of hammers he's been behind Blue Lord Gabby Nacko for out the lane like he, he's ran in, in good beginners and, and not really tried to get involved with those sort of that class of horse is not easy either like maybe he just wasn't good enough I think he could possibly come here under the radar a little a little bit better handicapped than most. It, I, I like to trade them there. They all care, Mr. Fog Patches and Never Glow. It's very hard to select just one at the moment when we don't know who's even turning up. 
Yeah, Delco fourteens and Mr. Fulfax is sixteens at the moment. Okay, right, we've made it to the final day. We've got the county and the Martin Pipe to look at. County Lee, where are you on the county? Well, I think this is like definitely if you're struggling by Friday, (laughs) you know, I mean, you're in trouble. I mean, I'm not sure because I'd like to hear what Declan thinks really on possibly deploy the getaways target. It would be he he wins the Martin Pipe. He, he would be the Martin Pipe. Mm-hmm. He's my only. He's my only view on the Martin Pipe. He's a two miler. He's been, no, he's not a two miler. He's a stare. He he fits the profile of a Willie Mullins horse heading to the Martin Pipe. He's been running yeah. him over two miles. He's gonna be torn inside out when he steps up and trip. Right. So maybe deploy the getaway as well in the if Martin Brazil runs his in there as well. But but yeah, Willie's uh, deploy the getaway I thought was very interesting for one of his entries. But that's why I asked uh, Declan. Okay. Yeah. I think Echoes in Rain, I think every, he caught everyone's eye at the um, Dublin Racing Festival. He, he heads the market. One interesting thing about the county hurdle, 56% of the entries are trained in Ireland. I've actually had a bet in the race. Declan's going to laugh because he hates this line <laughs> form. But uh, Lee, this will be no surprise to you what I've backed in this race. So I've backed any harm in asking. Oh, <laughs> okay. oh dear. Turning to one, I thought I really appealed to me at that price. I think he's on 137. I think that there is still a lot of, um, want of a better word, juice in that mark. And I also, one of Gordon's that's run over here before, um, Ringo Dolbrell, third in the cello, and wasn't that busy behind Dysart. Dynamo, Dynamo in Moscow Flyer. It's quite hard to assess this race, obviously, because we don't know who's going where. John, have you got anything to throw into that? Uh, yeah, I just saw irascible as the potential. They were a lot better in the strongly run handicap. Wasn't off a step for <laughs> our darling Rachel on <laughs> seasonal debut. And for me, has been kept for this. Or the Martin Pipe. Okay. So um, I'm with Irascible in both. In both. Okay. I'm going to have a double. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we're talking about it. So, most of all, that leads quite nicely into the Martin Pipe, obviously. Oh, you didn't get my opinion. I I thought I did. I thought you were with Kelty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Go for it. No, no, just I, obviously I had said the earlier catch from my mate Mozzie in here off 146, which, you know, he, he's gone close in to the grade one, the Royal Bond. It was a short head. Now, there's only the seven pound between them. Statuary beat him that day by a short head getting a seven pound allowance. She is seven pound lower than him. When you look at the likes of Might I, you know, they're on 135. Mm-hmm. What has my mate Mozzie achieved? All we've heard is people knock that Royal Bond farm. I actually thought it was quite a good race, but he was thumped around by Sir Gerhard at Leperstown the last day. So I, I really, I think it's a very unfair mark on him. Now, you pointed out earlier that he, he actually did have a mark in Ireland, the 141, so, which he probably would have got dropped from for the run the last day. Okay. He, he's, he's off 146 here. I, I just think it, it's grossly unfair, and it is ruining, if you want to have a Cheltenham Festival winner, like it's ruining the dreams of, of owners. Did we ring Gordon by mistake instead of Declan? <laughs> no, well, I, I, I just, I, I just want to. In Ireland, I'm involved in the syndicate who has a horse and training. We were joking, or we weren't joking. We were saying our first run in the maiden, you're on the way to Down Royal, and we're saying we could bump into the supreme winner today. Like, yes, you know, yeah. trying to say the lads, look, lads, please relax. Like, do you know what I mean? We won't, we won't 
be mapped here today. Like Mighty Potter won the race. We could well have bumped into the horse who, and people have this thing about maidens in Ireland because they're big fields. Erlad got pushed along, gone by the stands. He wasn't able to keep up with them. And that's the reality. Mighty Potter won the race. You're bumping into, you know, really, really good animals. Yeah, yeah. Now, look, don't get me wrong. There's there's obviously a bit of, a bit of you know, you run over the wrong trip, things like that. But the point that needs to educate themselves is about these things too. Like, you know, you can't just say it's cheating. It's only cheating when you're not on. If you're not on the gamble, <laughs> yeah, that, you, you know, or that's cheating. If you're on the gamble at a nice price, it's class. <laughs> I've gone way off on a tangent here. I, I just think it, it's poor form. Really, it that's basically saying to my mate, Mazzy, get into the fucking Supreme. You're not running here. Like, you know, <laughs> you know we either... Fucking stay at home or get into the Supreme. You're not collecting their prize money. You're going to win neither of them. You know, it, it, it's really, really poor form, I think. When you, when you take, like, my eye, my eye gave Constitution Hill weight and he was beaten on heavy ground. And, and then he ran against John Bond. And the rat, you know, John Bond carried a penalty that day. But the farm's kind of, my mate Mozzie was beaten outside by Sir Gerhard. Constitution Hill and John Bond, Constitution Hill is favourite for the Supreme. Like, what, what is the, hand, the British handicapper saying? He, he's, I, saying, I, he's saying get in the fucking supreme. <laughs> get into the fucking supreme. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, like, is he saying, apparently he fancies Constitution Hill for the supreme, but on the ratings, he thinks the Irish novices are way ahead. Which is it? Like, make up, you know, make up your mind. He's, he's contradicting himself. If he thinks the Irish novices are way ahead, he should be saying maybe Mighty Potter is going to win. He, he, he fancies Constitution Hill, apparently. But anyway... <laughs> You know, in order to become a BHA handicapper, you, you, you have to collect 12 empty crisp packets. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd be... Are they titles or king? <laughs> Only probably Gavin uh, Campbell this, this winter, though. He's not visited Kildare for his care. <laughs> I mean, nah, well, look, no, he, he only goes there in the spring. Yeah, yeah, not not yet. He, he, yeah, we we guess, you know, if you give them those magic carrots all year round, they lose effect. You know, you have to pick and choose your moments. So they'll be back on them now. And and Gavin's probably a man who's going to be coming banging the farm for the spring festivals because that's where the money is, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I actually fancy you, you mentioned him catching Gringo de Brel. Now I don't rate the farmer that shallow, uh, and that's why. We discussed the, the Ballymore last night and Stage Star is probably the only horse you know is going to run in that race, so you should probably back him. But I do not rate the cello that highly. I'm not sure. Dysart Dynamo has beaten the horse called Flamebearer, who I think will go on to really big things over fences. But other than that, he hasn't beaten an awful lot of subsequent winners. Gringo the Brel got in here at 135 somehow. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, you know, the handicapper must have looked away or well, I don't know what he said. Brown envelope. He maybe it's a brown envelope. It's his only entry to yes, the county hurdle. Exactly. Yeah. So like yeah. I, I think he's I yeah, I'd be quite confident about Gringo the Bread. Yeah, um, he's twenty to one as well. So Yeah, uh, he's yeah, the only one I found today that wasn't ten to one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 um, I just to wrap up, obviously we've spoken about um the, the Martin Pipe as well and it's difficult to assess at this stage. I did one one puzzled me. All will be revealed uh, as as I so basically five o'clock <coughs> hasn't been seen since he ran in this race last year in, in seventh. Um not not a bad run at all. Hasn't been sighted. He's in. He's entered in here. He's sixteen to one. Has he had the Willie treatment? Silent. It was five o'clock. 
Yeah, so. it, it was in uh, 2020, so two years ago, Catherine. Yeah, so like, two. where? What, 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 like, what are you suggesting, Catherine? What's I'm the just Willy suggesting training? that that, that <laughs> sounds wrong. <laughs> sounds really wrong. Um, I'm just, I'm just like these things. I'm trying to approach it with an open mind and not think about magic carrots. But, I, I, I've got a mental picture of something getting the willy tree. I <laughs> <laughs> don't want any more things about Rebecca Curtis, all right? <laughs> it's bizarre, isn't it? Like, a horse off for that long and then goes, oh, we'll, we'll whack him in the mind bite. What else has gone on? You know, I'm, try- I'm trying to be diplomatic. I'm trying to be... Maybe open. he had a sore knee, like, a, you know, he had a cough. <laughs> what for two years? Yeah. <laughs> he had COVID. Yeah. <laughs> he had long COVID. Long COVID. The sounds of. It. I just, I just think it's in. I just think like he's. I mean, he's not even like way out in the market. He's sixteen to one. Just anyway, I'll leave that there. It just tickled me when when I was looking through today. But it's all very bizarre. One point about the Martin Pike, Nick, um, not Nicky. I've got Nicky on the brain, unfortunately. Nigel Twiston Davis said um, he's going to use Finn Lambert to claim off Gowell Road. He's quite pleased with him. He quite fancied him. Obviously, John, I know you fancy Langadan for the Coral Cup. He, Coral Cup, he's 20 to 1, heads the market here at 5 to 1. Um, he's was not the, there, isn't he, will he? Do you, not, I th- do you not think? He's 43, I'm um, we'll see where the cutoff point is. He, he get in here because they go to Coral Cup. You know, a lot of them will want to run elsewhere, and that, yeah, that's yeah. why this is a lower race, isn't it? Like it's yeah. So if you if you look at it that way, then is Langadan a certainty? Who, who rides him though? What, what are the conditionals like? And will it be William Marshall? Did he well, ride in the last? Won't be Harry, will he? No, exactly. He's high, if he's still a conditional, he's no the, use. The last one to ride him, Langer down was Lorcan Williams. I don't oh, was know. he? Oh, okay, decent then. Yeah, mm. a decent conditional. Is he still a conditional though? Having Lord rode Williams. as a conditional last year. Yeah, he's still a conditional. He claims yes, he three, is. doesn't he? Yeah, he, yes, does. he does. Yeah. We're, we're three. We're three beaten today. Who? He's still a conditional. <laughs> you, you have three beaten today in Britain, and he still hasn't rode enough winners. <laughs> three meters a day. It's like the uh, James mystery in Ireland, isn't it? Like, you how, have James. How, how is that man on set? Well, you, oh, there is different rules. You can you can not be claiming in Ireland but still be claiming in Britain. That's why I was so surprised. I don't like seven though is a lot to be claiming, isn't it? In Britain, if you're not claiming in do Ireland, you, do, you th- do you think Gordon's got a cellar like John has? Poor old. Mr. James in the cellar and only like gets let out for the big day. Yeah, well, it might have been. Look, look, Rob, right, we're going to make some real money, so you're not having another ride in hell for the next year. <laughs> we, we'll go to town on this one. It's a John Lang cellar, I think. John Lang cellar, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Declan, I know you want to mention two at Clonmel tomorrow. Yeah, well, look, I was so grateful for the invite. I said I'd better do a bit of homework on, on something a bit easier than the Cheltenham Festival. Like, you know, people go nuts trying to find winners at the most competitive <laughs> meeting of the year. You know, there's some races going off where I'll be looking at Sedgefield because the, there's much easier eight to one shots to be found. I did see two at Clamell tomorrow, two handicap hurdles. And funnily enough, they, they both ran in a maiden against each other. Dazzling Dove runs at 3.51. She wasn't put into many of her races. Did, did, did stay on quite well. Did run better with Nuttham Trip the last day. It is a handicap debut. And Jack Foley, who's quite a good claimer, and I'd be watching who he gets the leg up on in the Martin Pipe. Yeah, absolutely. Um, he, yeah. He's claiming £5 off her tomorrow. And at 4.51, Kelly's dream, 
she's ran in four maidens. She did finish ahead of Dazzling Dove in one of that, one of those maidens, up to three miles from two miles for a handicap debut. So hey. what, what, what more do you need to hear? <laughs> the old up and trip. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, um, right, so that, that's that's where we get the money for the festival from. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where. Well, if, try not to spend it before the festival then, you know. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I'm there, there's a couple of weekends to go before the festival, so. Don't worry, I'm, I'm, on, uh, I'm on money lockdown until the festival. <laughs> Makes a change from being in actual lockdown, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, Kate, um, so that wraps up the handicaps. I know that uh, the guys are going to be looking at the championship races uh, and everything else but um thanks for listening right the show's over boys thank you very much